Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. Okay, today I want to share with you the story of how I became a runner. So when I was first going through my divorce after my husband had moved out and I was, you know, really learning the reality of a lot of what had been happening in our marriage and that um, chances are our marriage was probably over. I sought out the help of a therapist and I saw her for nine months. And I still remember that very first appointment when I walked into her office and uh, she said, she asked me three questions and I can only remember two of the things. Actually, I guess it wasn't questions she asked me. She basically at the end of the first appointment gave me three assignments. But the question that she asked me was, what do you do that is for you? And I was like, what? And she said, selfishly and unabashedly for you. And then there was just this long, silent pause because I couldn't answer that question. I could tell you all the things I did for my kids. I could tell you all the things I did for my classroom and my students. I could tell you all the things I had done or been doing for my husband, but there was nothing that was just for me. And so, you know, our appointment went on and then we get to the end of the appointment and she says to me, okay, I have three assignments for you. I don't remember what one of them was. One of them was to, um, essentially get your your cooties check, like, you know, go get some test work done just to make sure all things are clean. And the third one was, she, she said to me, do not make an appointment to come back until you have something that you do that is just for you. And I was like, well, shoot, what is that going to be? So I left that appointment and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I started to think about it. Like, what's something I've always wanted to do? What's something I love? You know, I hadn't really allowed a lot of things to bring me joy for so long that I wasn't really sure what I liked anymore. I didn't know what brought me joy. I didn't know, you know, what hobbies I loved. But I remembered how I always wanted to be a runner. And I tried it. I tried it in high school once. I tried it, um, you know, at some point during my first marriage, and he had made a comment about what I looked like when I ran, and so that was enough for me to quit. And I don't know, something in me decided, you know what, I don't have anybody who's going to tell me I look funny when I run. I don't have anybody who's going to tell me I run too slow or that I should probably just give up. It's just me. And so if I want to run, I can be a runner. And so I went out and I bought a treadmill. I downloaded the Couch to 5K app and I started running. And I remember making that appointment to go back to see her. 
with such pride in my voice. I sit down in that chair and she's like, okay, so you're back. It means you've done your homework. Yes, I have. She says, what is it you do? I said, I'm a runner. And I was so proud of myself for that. So proud of myself. And so for the next, oh gosh, I don't know, months, years, couple years maybe, I ran. I ran on my treadmill. I ran outside. I ran with friends. I ran before school. I ran after school. And it's funny because what started out as just the thing I needed to do to make the next appointment with my therapist turned into one of the most powerful healing tools that I created for myself. And I didn't understand the stress cycle at the time. I didn't understand how you have to complete the stress cycle to bring you out of that. And one of the ways that you can complete the stress cycle is to move your body. And so I started running and I didn't realize or understand how it was actually helping my stress, but I knew I felt better after I ran. And I started with the Couch to 5K app, and then it turned into a couple, you know, a teacher friend and and her sister-in-law. And so we would get up at five in the morning and run while, you know, my kids were still at home sleeping. I'd go run with them. And our goal was to work up to a 5K. And eventually, I met my future husband. Um, we got engaged. We were getting married. And I thought, you know what? I want to run a 5K before I get married. And so I got married in in um, October. In September of that same year, I ran a 5K with these two girlfriends that I had been running with in the mornings. And just the sense of accomplishment, but it was really more than that. I finally had the thing that I was doing for me. I finally had the way that I was caring for myself. Those runs that I would take, and often the ones that I would take by myself, not running with friends, became known as angry runs. That's what I called them. They were my angry runs. And I started to use running as a way to cope with my emotions. And so when a text message would come through or something in my um, divorce, in my separation, in my infidelity journey, these runs, these angry runs, they I started to use them to help heal my emotions. So when I would get a text that would upset me or something, you know, along my infidelity or divorce journey would upset me or disappoint me or cause some negative emotions, I would go run. And what I found is I would start out running at like full speed and just run as hard and as fast as I could. And uh, the longer I would run, the slower I got. And that was okay. I was okay with that. But what I also noticed was the longer that I ran, the less the emotions were affecting me. And I'd just run until I felt better. And then I'd come back home. And I could be so much more present for my kids. I could be so much more present in my classroom. Um, I just, they became a sort of therapy in themselves. So what ended up happening was I ended up healing my heart by running. 
And I created so much pride in myself. And I think it was one of probably the best decisions I made during my divorce. I I was very um, intentional with making decisions during my divorce. I was very intentional on, um, you know, the words I spoke out loud to in front of my children and to myself. I was very intentional with um, what I was allowing to upset me, how I would deal when the upset came. And I had just had no idea that these angry runs, as I called them, and now I look back on them, guess what? I'm not running, probably because I'm in a good place. I miss running. I would like to get back to running. But I also know that the the running doesn't have the same purpose it had back in those days, back in those days of heartbreak. Uh, I don't have that heartbreak now. And I found walking is a great place for me to be in my current journey in life. But when I was in that heartbreak, the running filled a need for me. So I want to encourage you, I'm going to ask you the same question that my therapist asked me, what do you do for yourself? Selfishly and unabashedly for you. Because as someone walking through heartbreak or maybe as a single mom, it is so important, even as a wife, even if you're trying to nurture and heal your broken relationship, even as a wife, it's so important that you take care of you so that you have the ability to take care of your people better. And I, it, I'll tell you, it took a divorce for me to understand that. It took a divorce for me to realize that it was okay to leave my children at home and go for a run because I knew I was going to be gentler with them when I got back. I was going to be more patient with them when I got back. I was going to have more understanding for them. I was going to create more peace in our home. And eventually that running and doing that one selfish thing, which by the way, it's actually not selfish led me to do other things that I had deemed as selfish before, like buying myself some new clothes when I didn't have to have them. I hadn't outgrown my other ones. I just wanted something new and fresh. I had, I was the queen of depriving myself. And for a long time, I wore that kind of like a badge, like, you know, I'm just so good at taking care of everybody else and putting myself last that wasn't serving me well. And I wasn't showing up as my best self in my marriage, in my job, as a as a sister, as a friend, as a daughter. And so, you know, I used to joke about men. I'd be like, gosh, they're just so good at being selfish. Like they just have no problem being like, you know what? I want to take Saturday and go do something for myself. I'll be back. And we're like, no, we got to take care of the kids and we need to get the laundry done and we need to do the dishes and we need to cook the dinners and we need to meal plan and grocery shop. And and I would joke like, oh, it's just so easy for guys. Well, you know what? It can be easy for us too. We just have to be willing to put ourselves first. And I promise you, it's not selfish. It's healing. It's liberating. 
and it's going to create deeper relationships for you because when you deepen your relationship with yourself, when you learn to love yourself, you get to love other people better. So what do you do that is for you? Selfishly and unabashedly for you. I want you to think of something this week that you can do that is just for you. Maybe you start scrapbooking. Maybe you um, go out with friends or invite friends over. Another thing I used to do when I was on my heartbreak um, journey and healing journey was on the first Friday of the month, I would have friends over and I'd have a house full of friends. I was the girl who for the previous 20 years would walk around saying, I don't have friends. I don't know how to make friends. Well, it wasn't that I didn't have friends and it wasn't that I didn't know how to make friends. I was hiding from friends for fear that they might figure out that my marriage was not what it appeared to be. So maybe it's spend time with friends. Maybe it's go out and have a drink. Maybe it's take a bath after the kids go to bed instead of folding that load of laundry or washing that sink of dishes. I want you to think about something you can do this week that is for you. Because I promise it will deepen all of the relationships in your life. It might help decrease your stress. It will give you something to be proud of, and um, it I promise it will be worth it. So what do you do that is just for you, selfishly and unabashedly for you? That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.